Hey, hello, welcome to the PlayStation Report. I am Frank. With me is Tyler. Tyler, I'm drinking a screwdriver. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's, yeah. I am, uh, yeah. I'm fucking tired. I've been up for, what, thir almost 30 hours now? Almost. Eh, not quite. But it's been, I've been awake too long. Yeah, and absolutely. Uh, I need to do this show, and I need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I would say. That's a long time to be awake. How's yeah. your screwdriver, though? Um... I might have poured it a little, a little bit heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. That'll help me sleep. Um, yeah, definitely. Hopefully I don't fall asleep during the podcast, but here we go. <laughs> and Hope hopefully so. the internet works this time, too. Um, we'll see. Yeah. I am doing an experiment. I actually have my TV running, and I'm trying to see if it's just my modem or if the internet or if everything coming into the house, because I have my uh, cable and my internet running through a splitter. So I'm going to see if it's just my modem shitting out on me. Gotcha, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's uh It's Saturday. We're we're talking we're talking on a Saturday. Uh qualifying just wrapped up. Uh, Tyler, I'm afraid it's going to be another boring season of Red Bull dominance. Yeah. I I'm I don't know I don't know how to feel about it. Like it was Ferrari's car was falling apart before they did a lap. <laughs> That's true. But it was a lot tighter than I thought it was going to be until the end, the very end. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Aston Martin, I think, being up there, it seems like, to at least be in the top four battle could be exciting. I, I think it's kind of foolish to bet against either the Red Bull drivers and Red Bull winning the Constructors' Championship, for sure. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, I mean, the rest of it, the rest of the field seems to be tightened up a lot. So at least, hopefully there'll be some exciting racing still. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I mean, qualifying is one thing. Like, you, you, you never know, like, yeah. over the long course of a race, how, how these cars are going to hold up. Yeah, I mean, look at... Ferrari last year, I mean, they had like 12 poles and only won like four races or something like that. So it can happen. Um, Mercedes and Aston Martin, Red Bull usually are pretty good on long run pace. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah uh, excited for the season to start. I'll, I'll definitely wa be watching that tomorrow. Um, admittedly, since I did work some overtime, I didn't. The only gaming I've done has been on my Steam Deck, and that's been playing Like a Dragon Ishin. Um, I am on, I think I looked it up, I am on chapter 10 of 14, and it seems like the pace is picking up and these chapters are getting shorter. Okay, so, wow, nice. How is it? Um, it is incredible. <laughs> um, I, I really... Uh, I really don't know what to think about it, man. It's like it, it's it's playing with me. Like these these characters, the, these character models, and the characters they're playing just do not match up with what I expect of them. And it is uh, quite bizarre. Um, but yeah, I 
I'm really uh, having a great time with it. I've done, I think I'm at like 84% sub-story completion, so I've done Ooh. most of those. Nice. Um, and yeah, I, it is it is a pretty damn good game. And uh, yeah, d- if you are a fan of the series, uh, this one is, uh, I wouldn't say it's a must-play, but it is a, if you need a, if you need a distraction from, if you if you like me are playing through all of the Yakuza games and you need a distraction for a little while, this is a good one of those. Um, yeah, but yeah. The uh, main story, how's that playing out? It's good. Yeah, like um, <laughs> they are. I, it is pretty. Uh, it, it's complicated, Tyler. Um, <laughs> Main character Ryoma has uh, has some complicated feelings upon certain revelations. Um, yeah, it's a it is a very thrilling story, and uh, I'm I'm I feel like pushing through it. Like it's it has me itching to play it again and again. Nice, that's awesome. It makes me wonder if this game is successful commercially. I mean, it's gotten good reviews that too, but. Um, if they will maybe continue this as like a spinoff, yeah, I makes don't know. Me, it does make me um, wonder potentially. I, hmm. yeah, I'm not sure uh, because uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure like uh, what happens at the end of this game if there is a way for it to continue. We'll see. Yeah. Or maybe they, like, alternatively, they could also just do the same concept in different, different, and even more different time periods. Like, uh, maybe do a future game. Yeah. No, yeah, that that would be cool too. Sci-fi Yakuza. Oh, okay. Why not? Why not? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> We played some Fortnite together too. Um, yeah, that was fun. Definitely. Um, I've completed the battle pass. The season I think ends in a couple of days. Uh, so yeah, looking forward yeah. to uh, playing the new season. Yeah, we'll see, what, I, uh, see what happens. There are rumors out there. I didn't put the rumors in the news because I don't, I don't think they're particularly uh, reliable. But I heard maybe a first-person mode. But we've been hearing that for a long time. Hmm. I mean, I could see it because it seems like some weapons they are playing around with that. Yeah. Yeah. So but, uh, I can see it. Much... Oh. No, I was just gonna say I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. That's pretty much all I've been playing, though. Um, maybe maybe a little bit of Pokemon before bed, but uh, yeah. Arceus. Uh, still. Yeah. Yeah, Arceus. Cool. Um, yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait until the DLC comes out, and then I'll decide if I want to continue playing Pokemon Scarlet. <laughs> yeah, I still gotta. I picked it up a while ago. I just have not had a chance to start it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I wanted. I want to dive into that too. Yeah. <sighs> so what um, have you been up to? I'm going to guess. Um, Destiny 2, but like if you have other things you want to talk about before that, go ahead. But I, I, I just have a feeling. Dude, unfortunately, I have not had a chance to play Destiny 2 or start Like a Dragon Ishin yet. 
Um, wow. Yeah, it's. I don't know, man. Wait, start like a Dragonation. Does that does that imply you you finished? No. So, yeah, Yakuza okay. Zero. I am on chapter sixteen. <laughs> okay. okay. It's it's the only. I only had one chance this whole past week to to play any video games, and so played Yakuza Zero on chapter sixteen. So. It, I will finish it tomorrow. Um, tomorrow, I I have plenty of fucking time to play video games, and I am very very excited to see how it ends up because I played through chapters fourteen and fifteen. Man, a lot of great story moments happen there, um, and you know I I'm gonna just say spoilers here for Yakuza Zero. Um, if you don't want to be spoiled, um, when Nishiki comes back. To cure you, oh, they're bromance, just yeah. amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, I'm I, sure that continues all the way throughout the entire series. It, <laughs> it does it, does it? Um, You'll yeah. have to play Kiwami One to find out. <laughs> all right, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, they're just their bromance is just amazing. But uh, yeah, when. Uh, What's his name? Ta- Tachibana? Yeah. When he is getting tortured, that is awful. Yep. Oh my god. When they are smashing his fucking toes with that sledgehammer, I was like, ooh, that is like one of the most brutal things I've ever seen in any entertainment period. It was awful. And when they smack him in the face with the fucking hammer, too. You almost oh, expect man. the Mortal Kombat X-ray vision to pop up there. Seriously, yeah. I mean, it was it was brutal as fuck, and uh, yeah, just a really sad ending for his storyline and um, for Makamura uh, when she realizes he's dead. That's just very sad. So, really hits you in the feels. Um, and then I really also thought it was fucking. Hype as fuck when Majima, when you're playing as Majima and you fight Nishiki, uh, that was that was awesome. So uh, I'm I'm just so. This is a little lesson for you. It's Nishiki. Nishiki. Okay. Sorry. 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 Nishiki. All right. But yeah. Either way, that was a really hype moment and loved it. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see where it goes. I didn't really do any other sub stories or anything in that time just really looking to finish this thing cool yeah i i'm excited for you to see how that wraps up to see some of the um some of the uh final credits uh to see how all that wraps up and yeah i it's a uh, it's we find <laughs> how many years have it, have i been trying to get you to play these games long time yeah, and you're Long finally time. doing it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. And the game's still pretty much, for the most part, hold up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I yeah. I mean, obviously this came out on, on PS4, but it it is really good. Runs well, plays well. I uh, really like it overall from top to bottom. And then, yeah, I mean, my uh, my favorite thing as... Majima is I like to play uh, the slugger style with uh, where I have like this fucking baseball bat and that dude I just feel like 
you can just wipe the floor with dudes so quickly in that style. And then as Kiryu, I play as the uh, the thug style. Okay. Yeah, that that one's that one's fun too. I uh, I, I like all the styles, but some of those are just. It feels to me like, especially once you unlock some abilities, like you, you know, it's just kind of. I don't even know how to put it. Like break the game in a way. It just feels like every combat encounter is fun. Don't get me wrong, but it feels not as challenging. I guess I don't know how to put it. Just because you, you get like the heat actions, and then you just like you you can fill up your heat bar so quickly, and so you get those actions, and then you can just fucking you know as Majima hit a dude with a baseball bat that takes half his health bar then you hit him again in that special animation he takes another half of his health bar it's like then he just kind of got to fight a little bit more to build it back up again so you can do that again it's I don't know it's it's fun though I like it yeah I mean it's absolutely not necessary for uh what you're doing but there, there there's a there's another style for each of the characters there's oh. the mad dog style and the um and the uh, Dragon Adojima style. Um, I, I forget exa- specifically how you unlock those, but those styles are like, those are the ones that fucking kick the most ass. Okay, cool. That, that's awesome. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... I. So you say you're going to play Ishin next after yeah. that? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm probably going to play Ishin, then I'll do uh, Kiwami. Yeah, you'll you'll definitely recognize some of, a lot of the faces in Ishin. There are there are a couple that you might not know um, that are from like Yakuza two and three. Um, but yeah, I, I think you'll have a good time with it, regardless. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into the news if that's if that's all you played. Yep, that's all I got. Um, let's start off with some Square Enix news. We got a Square Enix block here. Yuji Naka, um, uh, creator of worldwide hit Balan Wonderworld, <laughs> has pretty much pled guilty to, uh, insider trading. Um, yeah, he got, I think he got hit like twice with this within the last year. Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not a legal expert, uh, but I wonder who else is going to get shafted here. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps it is now former so- Square Enix president, Yosuke Matsuda. He is stepping down uh, as president. He, he's been president for 10 years. Um, and, yeah, I mean, oversaw some of... Some in some high, very high highs and some very low lows. Like Final Fantasy fourteen, fucking kicked ass. But then they went and did this whole uh, throwing their Western studios under the bus and eventually selling them. Yeah, right. And also, just the launch of Final Fantasy fourteen wasn't very good. But then, you know, obviously, really turning that around, or being in charge at that time, I guess as well so yeah definitely highs and lows for for sure with him yeah we'll see uh who uh they say he'll be uh replaced by uh takahashi kiryu oh kiryu kiryu oh oh shit I mean, 
That's a, that's a Sega franchise, but uh, eh. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what comes of this. Uh, see if they just put someone in charge to try to try to sell Square Enix to one of the platform holders, which I don't want. Um, yeah. Yeah. It kind of then also feeds into our next story about Luminous Productions. Which is yeah, a little um, confusing overall as well. Yes, yeah, Square Enix has decided that a Luminous Productions uh, not only needs to be put on a leash, but needs to be absorbed. Um, they are... Yeah, Luminous Productions is now just part of Square Enix. This studio has pretty much been erased, and it's been just absorbed into Square Enix proper. So, uh, what they'll be working on from here on out, I don't know. Um, but, I mean, style of Forspoken being like kind of like an action RPG, uh, I mean, kind of fits the style of games. Uh, maybe there'll be a support studio for the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, I don't know. It seems like... It seems much like Ubisoft converging all their games into one singular type. Uh, Square Enix seems to be doing the same with... Uh, with Final Fantasy and uh, some of their other character action RPGs. Yeah, and the Luminous thing is odd c- to me too because they're. I thought Square Enix owned them overall, but I guess they're basically just saying Luminous is not going to be its own team. They're just in making their own games. Um, they're just yeah going to become support, I guess, in some way. Um, and Luminous, you know, that Forspoken didn't seem to be that good commercially and um, critically. Final Fantasy Fifteen, you know, I thought it was good, but, you know, I, I've only played a handful of Final Fantasy games, so. Um, but even then, it, it didn't even seem like that game uh, critically reached the highs of other Final Fantasy games as well. So, kind of makes sense in a way but i'm glad they're at least keeping the the people on board because there's obviously talent there that can you know yeah work on final fantasy 7 uh part 2 um and you know that's just a lot more people you can throw at some of these projects that just take an eternity to put out and you just need a lot of talent so i don't know it it makes sense i guess but uh Square Enix just seems to be really trying to make them themselves very lean in a way. Like they got rid of all their Western studios. They're, um, you know, folding luminous productions into themselves. I feel like last year too, they put out a ton of games, like smaller games too. Just like here you go, we're we're getting these games out. Fuck it. Um, so yeah, makes me wonder wonder with them you know there's always rumors that they are going to be purchased um but uh yeah they're definitely making themselves very very lean for sure and maybe that's you know maybe they're not doing it for the sake of being purchased they're just doing it to do it um which could be fine as well but right yeah interesting company for sure (laughs) yeah um yeah, I I don't know. Like, I really I really do like Final Fantasy, 
Um, but now when I think of Square Enix, like I don't know what else they're going they're doing now that uh that I'm interested in, to be honest. Yeah, I mean they have Final Fantasy, they have Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> well Kingdom Hearts four. No, 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 no. We I I you know that I <laughs> don't like Kingdom Hearts, except they do have some Star Wars in there, don't they? Right? Or mm. are they going to? If they put Star Wars in there, yeah, there as was the number not... one Star Wars fan. <laughs> there was not Star Wars in Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. I don't think. But it could totally happen. Definitely. There was no Star Wars or Marvel at all. They need to put Grogu in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. That'd be sweet. That would be yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, I would like that. I mean, they they also have Dragon Quest. They announced Dragon Quest twelve like forever ago. Like that was literally years ago. Um, yeah, that they announced uh, that. I mean, yeah. I think Dragon Quest is fine. I like the Dragon Quest spinoff games better. I like Dragon Quest Builders is pretty cool. Um, the Dragon Quest Heroes games are all right. Um, but the, man, I just feel like the Dragon Quest games are too long for what they are. Yeah, right. Definitely. You know, another success that got put out. Um, Power Wash uh, Simulator. Square Enix published you, Power Wash Simulator. That's the other oh, thing did, I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah, they do have that kind of yeah, they do indie do publishing arm. Things that you don't associate with Square Enix. <laughs> right, yeah, I forgot that they, they do some of that stuff. That's weird. I actually did I mean, that's why that. they they have the uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII DLC now, where you can clean off some Final Fantasy VII vehicles. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I was wondering about that. Yeah. Um, another success, though, under uh, Yosuke uh, Matsuda is, uh, you know, Babylon's Fall. That was... That was a major success under underneath his uh, CEO reign. <laughs> Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope good things come to Square Enix and they don't have to sell. Yeah, absolutely. All right. EA. I mean, uh, well, oh. sorry, last thing. Uh, isn't Octopath theirs? Octopath yeah, 2 is. just came out, so... Yeah, I'm... I'll say... I, it's in that, like, Final Fantasy mold, though. I mean, I, I understand that in a way. I, it, don't get me wrong. It is its own thing, but it's more, you know, kind of an old-school Final Fantasy role-playing game throwback sort of thing. So... Yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's shift our attention to EA, who has uh, very coldly and callously laid off 200 QA employees over a Zoom call. Um, that is fucking evil. <laughs> yeah, that's a very cold way of doing that, for sure. Yeah. Not that it's great being laid off and laying off that many people, but damn. Yeah, Zoom call is not good, and then even it's it was a what a Zoom call with Magnet Global, who um, is the the contract agency for a lot of these QA workers. So yeah, that uh that isn't a great way to do that. 
that's a lot of people. Um, it's basically this entire Baton Rouge studio um, that is being laid off. And, um, yeah, uh, it's a bummer to see this many people laid off. It's always a bummer. Um, but it's also, it's just, it's an, it unfortunately goes with, you know, all these gigantic layoffs in, in the tech industry that we've seen over the past few months. And I don't know, 200 is a lot though. Holy smokes. Makes me just wonder, I mean, Apex obviously still needs QA testers, but like how many total did they have on that game? And it just makes me wonder for a live service game, like how many QA testers do you really need? Because that seems like a lot. I don't know. I'm not not the businessman on that end, but um, yeah, yeah, I'm not bummer sure either way. Exactly how they use um, the QA, like they, they, I mean, they say that these these people were used for QA testing uh, some Apex Legends stuff. Um, but like I, f- I feel like uh, you throw a lot of different like uh, as bad <laughs> as um, QA jobs are like it, it seems like they get thrown a lot of different things so it wouldn't surprise me if they if Apex wasn't the only thing that they were working they they uh, yeah that's were it. testing right, okay. yeah um, I mean fuck it it just seems the thing that sticks out to me is that like they're firing a team in Louisiana. Um, the cost of living in Louisiana isn't all that high, and I imagine that they were paying kind of similar to that, like taking mm. that into mind what they're paying them. So, like, how much money are they fucking saving and then looking like complete bastards here? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point. I don't think about that. Definitely. Like, fucking the South is poor as shit. Like, it, it's... I, I laugh, but it, it really isn't funny. Like, the, like it's fucking... I mean, it's dirt cheap to live down there, but like, it yeah. equally like you don't get paid much. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that. Hmm, I don't know. I I don't know what to think anymore. Like. These fucking layoffs need to stop at some point because at some point you're going to need people to do work and you're just going to find out that you don't have people to do work anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's a you balance. You all these people trying to get into the video game industry and then you wonder why there's a lack of fucking talent. Yeah, it is a balance, you know. You don't want to have too many people and not enough work, but you also want to make sure that when you truly do need it, yeah, that you have the people to do it. Um, and then that you're not then overworking the people that you already have because you don't have enough people. <laughs> I just, I mean, it happens in every industry. Uh, video, it's not just video games, but um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hard thing to, to balance. Um, it, it, you know, this also to me kind of goes hand in hand as well with what we've seen recently of a few QA uh, groups um, unionizing because of stuff like this, you know, where, you know, unfortunately it just seems like all the time that QA testers are just thrown to the side um, and and laid off constantly. So, you know, it, it just wouldn't surprise me if this 
experience on some more of that, potentially. Uh, all right. Are you going to play Elden Ring when th this this expansion comes out? <laughs> I don't Shadow know. of the Air Tree has been announced. Uh, yeah. And they're looking to release it later this year. Um, I was hearing, what, September? Or was it October? I forget. Man, I don't know, but they're also trying to get Armored Core out this year, too, so yeah. another big year for uh, FromSoft. Or no, I think Armored Core was September or October. Um, I don't mm -hmm. know when this is coming out, but yeah, it's a... Uh, surprise, surprise, the, um, the studio that has put out DLCs for all the Souls games... And for Bloodborne as well, is putting out DLC for Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You interested in this? Oh yeah. It's a, it's set in its own its own map for this. Uh, so yeah, br a brand new map to explore for the for uh, this expansion. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely be checking this out when it when it comes out. Yeah, and it, you know, I haven't really played a lot of these games, but it also seems like FromSoft usually puts out pretty good DLC. Um, oh, yes. For all yeah. their games. And, you know, like the Ring City, what was that for Dark Souls 3, the old Hunters for Bloodborne. It seems like they, they, um, they put out some good stuff when it comes to DLC. So it's not surprising when it's, and I also don't, I don't think there's, uh, that it's too late for this DLC either. Um, in that, you know, this game's still selling very well, still a lot of people playing it, and this will just cause people to jump back in again. Um, and they could also probably, because it won a million of them, sell a Game of the Year edition, you know? Put the game out again for 70 bucks that has this DLC in it. You know, yeah, it's... They're going to be rolling in cash again at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. With this DLC plus, plus Harvard Core, so... Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Very cool. You know what else is very cool? Legal drama. Oh. Um, partially because of Sony's resistance to Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard, in addition to the FTC's um, investigation into this, um, Microsoft is going to have access to documents uh, regarding Sony... PlayStation's uh, deals that they've done for exclusivity um, because they'll be important to Microsoft's case uh, in their defense to why they should be able to uh, purchase Activision, Activision Blizzard. Um, so they'll be able to see the kind of deals and the details of how, uh, how PlayStation does business. Um, stuff that definitely is not public. Uh... Yeah, so I guess a little fuck around and find out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually kind of, it's weird to get excited about something like this, but I I don't know. I uh, It's like when the whole epic Apple lawsuit happened, we learned all these super interesting inside details of the game industry, and I kind of hope some of this stuff leaks out a little bit. I think that would be so fascinating to... 
to just understand more of how these deals are made, um, what goes into them, how much are they, I, you know, it'll be really, really fascinating. I'm sure it's, you know, in a way though, you know, Sony can't, I'm sure they are upset about this, but they kind of can't be, they're kind of asking for it in a ways by being, uh, you know, a staunch, uh, opponent to this deal. So, um. You know these things are going to happen. I'm just, I'm just curious how Microsoft will use it for, for their game. You know, it's, it's wild, yeah. wild things going on, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on it as we have been. If you've noticed, um, it's probably like one of the biggest deals, the biggest acquisitions. It is the biggest acquisition in gaming history. Um, if Activision Blizzard were to be purchased by Microsoft. Um, so yeah. Definitely not yeah. going to make the deadline. They're going to have to renegotiate that deal. We'll see what that ends up being. Right. Right. There, there's a whole bunch of other things that Microsoft asked to, some of them that they were granted, some of them that they weren't. Um, yeah, GameIndustry.biz is the article we're using right now to, to look at this stuff. I would recommend anyone that's super interested in this to go Check it out. There's a lot of interesting legal drama in this thing. Yeah. <sighs> okay. We're on the home stretch here. Just a few more stories. The Wolf Among Us 2 has been delayed. They're saying it is to avoid crunch. Um, we'll, see, we'll see if that, that that's actually true because what, what we've heard previously is that delays extend crunch. Um <laughs> So, yeah, they say it is to avoid crunch, but we'll we'll see. But it's not coming out this year. The Wolf Among Us two being pushed to twenty twenty four, and we have yet yeah. to see if this new Telltale Games can put out a good video game. Yeah, we'll we'll see on that. And if it's to avoid crunch, that's good. But they also just I feel like they just really have to nail this. So if they need more time, they need more time. Um, yeah, it's just. There's, you know, Wolf Among Us. People wanted a season two for that forever, and they just didn't do it. Then Telltale had to shut down. Now they're brought back. So, yeah, I just I, I want them to get it right. They also, you know, this taking a little bit more time too because they're going to do it on Unreal Engine five, which is nice. So hopefully the game won't run like complete ass, um, like all their games did. But yeah, take time. It's a packed year, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other announcement. Another announcement here. Uh, IO Interactive, um, following their uh, their World of Assassination, um, which I still have yet to play. I want to play that freelancer mode. Um, yeah, it seems neat for sure. IO Interactive is uh, hiring up and working on an online fantasy RPG, which is very different from the video games that we know them for. Um, uh, y- go for it. Enjoy your freedom. Uh, you're making a James Bond game, but you know what? Y- y- you need something else. You need to you need to load up something else for, for after the Bond game, which I imagine is going to be similar to the Hitman games. Um, maybe not as goofy. Who knows what they'll allow them to do with James Bond. Uh, but this new fantasy uh, fantasy IP, yeah, 
I'm I'm interested to see what IO Interactive has in store for us next. Yep, definitely. Yeah, I mean, this is probably very, very far away since it seems like they're just kind of staffing up to do this project. But, you know, we've seen Gorilla, Respawn, you know, a few other developers, like, really change total, complete genres of uh, of games. So, uh, and IO is a very good studio. I have no doubts that this can be good. Um and I'm I'm interested what it what it means. I'm interested what online fantasy, uh, or, or specifically, I guess the online part part is. Is it going to be a co-op game, a live service sort of thing? I, I don't know. We'll see. I fear they'll chase the live service aspect of this, um, but it would be very funny to me if IO Interactive, upon splitting from Square Enix. Attempts to compete with Final Fantasy fourteen and create an MMO. <laughs> that would be that would be pretty interesting. I'd be very risky, but yeah. That would be that would be fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also I uh I imagine Bond is gonna be their next game. I'm really curious on that too. I wanna know. I just I, I like this studio. I, I wanna know more what they're gonna do. They're very talented, so Looking forward to that, seeing that Bond game. Hopefully we'll see that soon. It's been a couple years since they announced it. So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Just move on to this last story here real quick. Um, you'll be able to get the Outer World Spacer's Choice Edition uh, March 7th, which I believe will include all of the DLCs for that game. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, I I have not played the DLCs. Um, no, me either. So but I heard the um, murder on Aridanos especially is a very good DLC. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, Fucking Obsidian makes good video games. <laughs> different, very different video games, but good video games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So apparently. If you own the Outer Worlds and its DLCs on Xbox One, PS4, or PC, you can upgrade to this Spacer's Choice Edition for $10. But this, okay. I guess, do you have to have the DLCs? Like, if you just have base Outer Worlds, can you just upgrade to this and then buy the DLCs? I don't, I don't know. know. It's all a mess, man. Yeah. It's all but, a mess. You know, this game, for the most part, I felt like it ran fine, but... You know, it definitely could have used some more horsepower. Um, you know, it might have been best on PC, but on Xbox One, PS4 specifically. So, um, so yeah, I'm all I'm all here for a next gen version of this, and then um, yeah, Outer Worlds Two will eventually come out, not on PlayStation, unfortunately. But, yeah, yeah. Obsidian, they just grind. You know, yeah. like they've got so many to me. things. Like, they, yeah. like they just released Pentiment last year, which I, I mean, I, I'll admit, yes, that's that is a smaller game. Um, but they've mm-hmm. got, they've got that, uh, what that Pillars RPG, Avowed, yeah. Avowed. Yep. Um, there's there's rumors that they'll do a, a New Vegas follow up. Yep. Yeah, 
I I really like what Obsidian makes. I I I don't think there there's an Obsidian game that I've played that I did not vibe with. Um and yeah, it's they they do incredible work and I'm excited anytime they put something out. Yeah. I mean, outside of Bethesda, I think this is the best studio that Microsoft probably bought. Most valuable for sure. I mean, they've They've really been crushing it. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the last news story we have for y'all this week. Um, I have plans to play video games. Games that I would have played if I didn't work overtime last night. Um, I'm, I've downloaded Phantom Brigade, the mech tactics game. That It's one of those games where uh, you play another turn and it resolves in real time. Mm. Um, Interesting. Uh, yeah, I've. I'm also going to go download Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Mm, uh, yeah, I. I saw that that game is fully co-op, which yeah. is interesting. And it's I might download it myself. Pass. We'll see. It is. Yes. It's on, it's on console. We can, it I is. It on my couch. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, a lot of games. I want to finish Ishin. I'll probably finish... I'll definitely finish Ishin before the next time we record. Um, and maybe I'll finish God of War. We'll see. Cool. I, I still have that on the back burner there. <laughs> um, but I need to do those two things before I start Wolong. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to finish Yakuza 0 tomorrow for sure. And um, yeah, probably get into Destiny, like Dragon Ishin... All sorts of stuff. I'm overwhelmed with video games. I need to do some research to see if I could play Destiny 2 on my Steam Deck or if their anti-cheat stuff doesn't work for work on Steam Deck. Because that is the barrier for a lot of online games is the anti-cheat is not compatible with uh, the Proton OS. It, it might have changed, but I could have sworn I saw a story when the Steam Deck was coming out that... Bungie was banning players who tried to play it on the Steam Deck. God Probably because it. of that that stuff. God Maybe that it. changed, but uh, yeah, I would definitely definitely look into it before you do it, because <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, that would suck. Um, yeah, there's that, which I'm, I'm interested in Destiny 2. Uh, I've heard some mixed things. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've heard mixed things too on this DLC, which kind of uh, upsets me just because the Witch Queen was so fucking good. Um, but we'll see. I definitely want to get into it. And then the only other thing that kind of has my interest um, is uh, Kerbal Space Program 2 is now in early access. Oh, okay, cool. So I might be sending some nice. Kerbals to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Although it would be I'm sure this exists. There should be a mod to make the Kerbals into rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That would actually make sense. That would be cool. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's where we're going to leave it uh, for now. We'll be back uh, in a few days. Probably Thursday. We'll record or something. Wednesday or Thursday. Yep. One of those days. Um, but yeah. That's 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 a show. We're gonna watch the race. 
we'll have uh, reactions to the race for for the next episode. Uh, and yeah, we'll see if um, if Max Verstappen is just going to lap the entire field or not. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Or if Fernando Alonso can mount a charge. Oh man, I. I don't want to get my hopes up too much, but a Verstappen Alonso championship battle would be fucking awesome. Let's go, dude. Yeah, oh my, that would be so good with Alonso coming out on top and says, "See ya." I'm I'm finally done. <laughs> That'd be awesome. How about Alonso though, knowing exactly when to jump ship? Yeah, for real. <laughs> for once, he might have actually made a good career move. <laughs> all right well that's gonna do it for us um you know the deal give us ratings reviews share us with your friends all those good things send us questions at the places you know to send us questions at um and until next time be good to each other play your video games and it's lights out and the podcast is over